This is the World in Brief from The Economist. Our top stories. Residents of Kyiv, Ukraine's capital, were told to head to air raid shelters amid a Russian aerial assault. According to the region's governor, Russia launched an attack by drones in the early hours of Friday morning. Vladimir Zelensky, Ukraine's president, said his country's forces had shot down 54 Russian missiles on Thursday. Meanwhile, Mr. Zelensky's adviser said Russia is holding more than 3,000 prisoners of war. Belarus summoned Ukraine's ambassador after a missile was down 15 kilometres inside Belarusian territory. Belarus, a Russian ally, demanded an inquiry. Ukraine's army said the missile was part of its air defences, but the defence ministry did not rule out a deliberate provocation by Russia. In November, NATO concluded that a missile that hit a farm in Poland was fired by Ukraine. European health officials said COVID-19 restrictions on travellers from China were unjustified. According to the European Centre for Disease Prevention and Control, Europeans have high levels of protection against COVID and the risk of imported infections is low. Several countries, including America, Japan and Italy, have announced that travellers from China will have to produce a negative COVID-19 test on arrival. Digital assets worth $3.5 billion belonging to FTX, a bankrupt crypto exchange, are being held by the Securities Commission of the Bahamas. The tokens were transferred to the Commission in November to be redistributed to customers and creditors, according to a statement released by the SCB on Thursday. FTX's boss, Sam Bankman-Fried, faces eight criminal charges, including defrauding investors. Aung San Suu Kyi, Myanmar's former leader, had seven years added to her prison sentence, bringing the total to 33. Since a military coup ousted the democratically elected Ms Suu Kyi in February 2021, she has been convicted of a variety of trumped-up offences, most recently corruption. The UN Security Council recently passed a resolution calling for her release. Canada's Competition Tribunal approved a merger between Rogers Communications and Shaw Communications that would create the country's second-biggest telecom provider. The proposed deal, worth $14.8 billion, had been blocked initially because of fears over decreased competition and higher prices, but the tribunal dismissed such concerns. The transaction will still require approval from Canada's government. Pelé, the Brazilian superstar footballer, died, aged 82, at a hospital in Sao Paulo after a long battle with cancer. He was, perhaps, the best footballer to have ever played. Pelé, whose full name was Edson Arantes do Nascimento, won three World Cups for Brazil and six national titles with Santos, his club team. His 1,279 goals in 1,363 matches is a world record that is unlikely to be surpassed. And fact of the day. 1 million. The number of new COVID infections being recorded every day in China's eastern province of Zhejiang, with a population of 65 million. 
And now here's a deeper look at the day ahead. 2023 in preview. Will flying taxis take off? This week we are looking ahead to next year's big stories. Today, what will emerge from the fields of science and technology? This will be a crucial year for the pioneers developing electric vertical takeoff and landing aircraft, popularly known as flying taxis. These airborne marvels, which navigate using multiple small rotors, much like hovering drones, generally carry fewer than six passengers. With clever software controlling the rotors, they are easier to fly than a helicopter and capable of autonomous flight. A number of firms in Europe and Asia will be carrying out flight trials in 2023 as they move towards obtaining an airworthiness certificate and stepping up commercial production of their aircraft. Companies are also working hard to get regulators' approval to carry paying passengers. Ehong, a Chinese firm, is working with that country's aviation administration on flight trials of its two-passenger vehicle, which flies autonomously. In Europe, Volocopter, a German company, is hoping its two-seater Volocity can be approved in time for the Olympics in Paris in 2024. In 2023, the race to get this industry off the ground will truly begin. 2023 in Preview The War in Ukraine Could Spur Innovation Russia's invasion has prompted Western countries to increase their defense spending. In the past, military technology has found its way into the mainstream. You can thank efforts of American defense researchers to build computer networks for your ability to read this story, or indeed anything else on the Internet. One area of focus today is improving supply chains. Rather than having to transport food, medicine, water, and fuel to soldiers in remote locations, American researchers hope to be able to manufacture them all on-site using novel biotechnology. Another technology to watch is hypersonic weapons, which many countries are developing and which travel at 5 to 25 times the speed of sound. Venus Aerospace, an American startup, aims to use this technology to build a space plane that could fly passengers between any two points on Earth within an hour. Vladimir Putin's war, which has brought huge suffering and hardship, may one day have unexpected technological spin-offs. 2023 in Preview A Sexual Evolution Sex is becoming accepted as an important aspect of a person's general well-being, something to be maintained and improved. In 2023, this trend will accelerate. Already, 25 to 30 percent of adults in America, Britain, and France own sex toys. A third of them had bought their devices in the previous three years. Innovative startups in the sexual pleasure business are particularly attuned to the needs of female customers, in part because they are, unusually for the tech industry, often led by women. Education about sexual dysfunction, pleasure, and how to talk about these topics is also going to get better. Apps and websites run by companies and non-profit groups are making sex education easier to access and less stuffy. 
They are covering topics that people are generally reluctant to talk about, such as masturbation, erectile dysfunction, or reaching orgasm. These are hopeful developments. Far too many people have needlessly unhappy sex lives. 2023 in Preview Big Tech's Next Big Thing The coming year will see big tech firms doubling down on two related, much-hyped possibilities. The first is virtual reality, VR, and augmented reality, AR, headsets, face-strapped gadgets that immerse users in computer-generated worlds. Meta, Facebook's parent company, currently accounts for around two-thirds of all AR and VR headset sales. But it faces competition from Apple, which is likely to release a headset next year, and Sony. At $1,499, Meta's latest headset is pricey. Cheaper, more mainstream devices are likely to follow in 2023. The second is the Metaverse, which many hope will replace the Internet with a three-dimensional digital landscape. Meta has spent more than $27 billion on the Metaverse, despite skepticism from analysts and investors. Its share price has slumped this year. But the video games business has sold virtual worlds for decades. Epic Games has already held live music gigs inside Fortnite, its popular online battle game. In 2023, the metaverse, which has yet to prove itself for much beyond gaming, may well face a reality check. Daily Quiz Our baristas will serve you a new question each day this week. On Friday, your challenge is to give us all five answers and, as important, tell us the connecting theme. Email your responses and include mention of your home city and country by 1700 GMT on Friday to quizespresso at economist.com. We'll pick randomly from those with the right answers and crown three winners on Saturday. Friday. Which best-selling book, written by Angela Duckworth, explains how success can be achieved by a combination of passion and persistence? Thursday. What term, which refers to passing a point of no return, relates to an incident in the career of Julius Caesar? Finally, here's the quote of the day from Richard Rogers, who died on this day in 1979. If somebody wants to sing my songs after I'm gone, nobody will be happier than my dead body. That's the world in brief from The Economist, available three times every day of the week. You can also hear interviews and analysis from our journalists, including our current affairs podcast, The Intelligence, on your podcast app. And subscribers to The Economist have access to each week's full edition in audio. Just download The Economist app to start listening.